0: And right now here with my co-host, who will be showing face, Ajee. Hi guys. And our guests are going to let him introduce himself. Yo, you know it is, Jay. All right. So Jay, tell us a bit about yourself.
1: Um, Currently active PE teacher, secondary school in Harrow. Worked in Brent as well, worked in Westminster. So I've been about in different schools, in different areas. So you're, mainly Northwest and West London.
0: So you're a teacher then? Yeah. All right, so how long have you been a teacher for
1: around three three and a half years going to four years in August so it's been a long journey long tedious journey that's still continuously happening now all right
0: so space of four years how many schools
1: so we can say about five five oh, schools wow. that is in well. total yeah, and just. Of course, when it's most likely going to be other teachers thinking, wow, this guy's moved so much. Yes, mm-hmm. I have. But there's been reasons to why I look at different jobs or why I've moved so much as well. We'll get into it more when we're talking about different things
0: Not for you. So with um, being a teacher, what year groups were you teaching? That was it your secondary school, so, primary. Done group? secondary school.
1: Always done secondary school. I can't deal with primary school. I think they're little demons, bro. <laughs> they're little terrors. <laughs> sir, can you help me tie my shoelace, sir? These ones be my, I can't deal with them terrors. I'm more of a secondary school. So I've done KJ three, which is seven, eight, nine. KJ four, which is um, ten, eleven, and also done post sixteen. So that's mm-hmm. um, year twelve. Year 13 or some people say college and sixth form as well okay so mm. i've been with all type of year groups as well mm.
0: so basically secondary school upwards yeah Less
2: but don't that. you think like the younger ones are easier to work with no nah, nah. no
0: reasons why
1: you can't have that conversation with them because they're not in that mature mindset really? yet so mm-hmm. for example it's like you're a to them oh come do this come do that they're gonna do it with secondary school kids there's more personality they've built up their personality who they want to be who they are going to be so you kind of get that connection with them with primary school ah, like I'm into the Teletubbies today tomorrow I like Power Rangers tomorrow I like Dragon Ball Z do you get what I mean there's so many things like these they don't know who they are yet Mm -hmm. so when you're talking about certain things (coughs) most of them are always talking about my big sister does this my dad does this something that's not relevant to what you're talking about yeah so that's one thing I can't deal with and then also though you have to be very hands-on with primary school kids yeah and I can't do that Philly really can not do that they're just headache
2: I feel like if I had to pick though if it was me I, I don't know maybe because I have kids I think
1: just a lot the of people say, are, a lot of people say they like primary school more yeah, than secondary man. school. I like no joke when I was getting into being a teacher a lot of people was like what you wouldn't do secondary school. Yeah, why not? They're like, oh, but they got attitude. Like, yeah, look what's rude, happening man. in life. I'm just like, bro, as long as you pattern them, they can't say much. Like, the majority of kids that I've had, I've patterned them up from young. From when they're in year seven to when they're in year nine, they know they can't run that reckless with me. Like, you can run reckless your English teacher, maths teacher, and all that. But when we're doing PE, bro, you can't run reckless. I'll I'll kick the ball at you. Purpose you <laughs> just say, I've done it on accident. <laughs> <laughs> you. You, you got those little. Actions you can do in PE. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's been the main go-to. Um, with primary school as well, I think the whole culture of primary school is different. So when I say culture, I'm talking about you've got to do English, Math, Science, um, Geography. You're the one teacher for everything. So you're that teacher for every single subject. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And most primary schools now are instead of... So let's say, for example, you are a teacher, you don't even have to teach PE anymore. You can go get an external coach to go do it for you for that hour or two. So it makes your life a little bit easier, but then your knowledge of P drops down so much because they're focusing more on core subjects with maths, maths, English, science. Mm-hmm.
2: They
1: don't really cost P is a core subject, or even all now in secondary school. But hopefully fingers crossed, Boris does change that. Well if he does something smart for once in his life, he'll change something and put P as a core subject, but we'll have to wait and see gonna happen with that. Uh, I
0: thought it was a cool subject.
1: No, it's not a cool subject. It's not a cool subject at all. And when you say this to people, they're like, what? But I used to love PE. Yeah, yeah, because that was the only time that you was mostly active in school. And most people are like, you know what, that's so true, sir. Or when I'm or like, no, just one of my boys, you're gonna laugh at this. I was like, bro, what did you get in your PE GCSE? What? PE does GCSE? Yeah. Can you check your papers? No, like, when you go home, just check it. But he got a B in it, and he didn't even know he had a GCSE in PE. So he was going around telling people he had seven GCSEs. He's got eight <laughs> in PE as well. And he did not even know that. So nice, there's cool. that atmosphere with P PE that people don't really take on board with it, man.
0: So cheery store. still. So cool. Let's um, hear about your upbringing. Ah, oh, wow. grow up, where you're from? And so...
1: Uh, from West London, not going to say whereabouts, but West London, mainly grew up with my mum, my aunt and my grandma, from a West Indian background, so myself, I'm Dominican, and Grenadian Trinidadian, so I've had that different balance with my dad, wasn't always in the picture, but I knew who my dad was, like I could go call my dad and say, yo, pops, I need a pair of Air Forces, next day mine's outside my house with a pair of Air Forces, and so on and so forth, but my mum my grandma, my aunt had more of a hands on, but I still knew my dad had that relationship with him, he's now gone off to Grenada, lives there nice. but I still have that connection with him if he calls me up and says to me "Yo, son I need a new phone right I will still give him the same generosity that he done for me when I was younger like i will be like yo pups I'll send an iphone for you boom hold on to that if you need a new phone shout me if you need money shout me I'm there my mum unfortunately died two years ago so this whole pandemic but god rest my mum's soul like man's still doing what I have to do just for her mm-hmm. grandparents my grandma's still about my aunt's still about so I'm just doing everything just to help myself really truly, man. But um, being real, bro, like, what I've noticed when I was growing up, bro, especially as a black kid, we have to work 10 times harder than most other students in the school. And I feel like today we still, we're still we still working. We're still working at like 10 times harder. Like, I'm seeing certain kids who are so smart, but because they're black, they're getting dragged back down because of their behavior issues because mum and dad ain't together. Maybe mum's a single mum, maybe dad's a single parent, and so on and so forth. Maybe dad's not in his life, in his um, home settings, and you get certain kids that live with grandparents because mum and dad, either dad's an addict, mum's an addict, or mum can't cope because she's got seven other kids with different baby fathers, and so on and so forth. So that's been one of the hardest things that we've had to deal with. But going on a positive note, I've noticed like. With us as a generation, and this generation coming, we've got so many role models to look at. So many more people that are stepping up. Look at yourself, Kevin, man. You're one of the biggest role models that I know in where you're from, man. And you'll just keep climbing that mountain. So I'm proud of you, man. You're doing so well for yourself. And you are one of the role models that long, young black kids should be looking for. And this is what we need to get. We need more black teachers in schools or people to talk to the young black kids because there's so many kids in my school right now bro they love they love drill they're saying oh they should ban drill from the school like they shouldn't listen to it in school hours or when they're wearing airpods they want to check the their phones they shouldn't come with smartphones bro drill's a culture now drill's now not just a UK culture it's now American culture how many times do we hear drill in America now like we had pop smoke favi and then we got people like Fredo, C-Biz, their Man's all about doing that. We even got Russ Millions. Maybe have the same beat, but he still comes with bars. And I feel like us as human beings, we got to evolve with time and understand that as a culture, we are evolving, but a lot of kids need to realise that even though you're evolving, you got to succeed much more and get to that higher pinnacle because the ceiling is only how far you want to put it. You can go further and further and further. And a lot of kids don't see that yet. And I always say to a lot of kids when I'm talking to them, Whatever you do now has a repercussion. You don't see it, but it's going to have a repercussion in you in the future. And I feel that us as black people, we need to start seeing it more. We need to see the bigger picture. By far, like we had in, last week, we had that guy coming in talking about what he went through, his past, and look now where he is. Like he's opened up. He's seen. He's pushed. He's seen to where it was before. To now, look, he's actually changed his life and get those repercussions found him. But he changed his life, and now look. He's going around helping young black males or other males get out of the situation they're in, man. So we need those type of homos. We need them inside schools, inside environments, inside communities where they can help and produce much more. And again, I blame the government for it and I blame society that it's okay for a young black male to do this, but it's not okay for a white guy to do it because he's not brought into that. But Jamal from down the road has dragged him into that culture, but white kids love black culture. We know so many white kids nowadays wearing do-rags, trying to get their yep. dead waves, mm-hmm. and their waves, and their waves ain't as good. But you also, how many times do we see Asian guys driving on the road? Listen to Bashman? Yeah. If you arch Raj, <laughs> what did my man say? He don't know. He don't know. But Raj loved the beat. Like black yep. culture is now being taken from us. Like bro, I went to a party last week. How many white folks doing candy? The most stiffest candy I've ever seen. <laughs> the stiffest candy I've ever seen. But they're doing candy, but. It's a culture that we've allowed people to take, but we now need to take it back for ourselves, and we now need to reach the pinnacle of our excellence that we can do
0: but well, you know I feel like obviously when you're saying about having more people out there, yeah is it like um having more of us in professions to show that we could be here too.
1: Most definite, most definitely, I'll say like professions right now. How many when you was growing up? How many black teachers did you have? Just think off the top of your head.
0: Like most black teachers were like you know you have the the side teacher. Yeah. You know, yeah. Those those black teachers and they were so calm, weren't they?
1: Yeah. The best like teacher.
2: Like assistant teacher. Yeah.
0: Those those. The TAs.
1: A TA. Yeah. The teacher assistant, yeah. and they would be like, "Shh, Kevin, sir like, sir's <laughs> talking or Missus talking." Yeah. Then, yeah those but teachers. then they're always. Two twos now, when they go out for a break, they're giving you a little sweet, they're giving giving you a little drink. Bro, but we need, we don't just need it there, we need it higher above, man. I went to a school in North London, bro, I'm seeing bare black kids. I'm like, yo, this is a school I want to work in. I'm seeing bare black stuff to me, yo, this is a real, real school, it's for the culture. Bro, I went for a job interview there now, imagine I'm seeing pure whiteheads. I'm the only black black teacher, I'm thinking, rah. Of course, like when you go for an interview, you go do your research on the school. Yeah. See what the school's saying, that like, what's the atmosphere, what's the diversity there? I'm seeing bare black because I'm thinking rah, I'm gonna get this job. I'm gonna get I've gone to the office. I see a black brother looking back at me, it's me. Are you the principal? It's him. Yeah. But I was smiling ear to ear. I didn't even get the job, but still man's just happy that I can see a black man in the highest pinnacle that he's already reached, and that's a head teacher running one of the biggest schools in North London. I can't say the school where it is, but yeah. he's running North London, a big school in North London, and achieving high. Like, they got offset. He said that literally, they got offset two years ago. They got done for good, which is basically like halfway, like you're almost there to being yeah. outstanding. He goes, This year, I'm gaining outstanding no matter what. This is me. But from that energy, I was like, You know what? You're pushing your students and you're pushing your members of staff to higher abilities. And then when I was looking at their reports, Bro, they got about, literally, 60 to 70% of their students are getting C's. Now, I was like, right, wow, that's that's low then. Then he goes, but look at this. If I can push those students from getting C's to A's and B's and then push those who are failing higher to that, to that C and B bracket, I'm happier. He goes, if I can get one kid in that University of Oxfordshire, I'm so much happier for him to say, yo, sir, come back two years, you so this is what you've done for me. You helped me get here and there. And literally, yeah. I was talking to him, I was like, bro, this is literally what I want to be hearing. I mm-hmm. want that. I didn't get a job, but I'm just hoping that school is still succeeding. I hope he's still there. Or oh, no. But we need a lot more in not just teaching jobs, but in proper professions, black lawyers, black doctors, um, black dentists. We need everything. Like right now, if you think about it, you always see an Asian dentist, an Asian doctor, a, a white doctor, a white, then is white head teacher and so on. Where is it for black? We need to get them higher, man. We definitely need to get higher. We need to succeed much more. Like there's so many kids that I think are being brought down because of their background, as I said before, and it's affecting them. Emotionally, mentally and it's just you can definitely see the black um drag back as we call it in our school, black drag back because they're just mm-hmm. getting dragged back more and more. Like they could be reaching a, B's and C's, but because of who Jamal is and because of his behaviour, we're gonna put him down to a D or an E. And I think during the pandemic, the most black kids passed during the pandemic because their coursework spoke so much more than their actual behaviour. And I think that helped him so much. Literally like, when I went, <clears throat> when I went out with my friend who's um teacher in college, he was like, bro, how many black teachers, black kids I've got this year coming through with me? Bro, how many is him? Bro, I've got a percentage. Seventy percent of my class are black. It's me, seventy percent. He was like, I was like, bro, I want to get a job there. I want to be with you, teaching these black kids. Listen, bro, I'm just happy. Seventy percent are black, and they're just. He goes, bro, it's just a bundle of joy I'm having, just talking to them, and just seeing that these kids want to be physiotherapists, um, sports coaches, sports management, executive director. We're doing. He's telling me that, like, bro, we're doing business next year with them. So sports business. Some of them are saying that they want to be lawyers in football, basketball, they want to go abroad, (coughs) do work over there, help give back to their community. There was one kid who was telling me that wants to be a scout. I was like, Mm -hmm. what, for football? No, in basketball, it's me. Mm -hmm. That's something new. And then he was telling me his project, the kid's project. Mm -hmm. So he's going to university in September. He was telling, he was breaking down to me what he's projected. So he's like, bro, I want to get my degree in scouting and sports coaching, sports management. And he goes, afterwards, I want to give back. I want to go often Nigerians just give back to the kids there. He goes, how many times do you see kids in um, unprized or the nature or the motherland in the Caribbean, Africa, anywhere that have been held back because they ain't got what they need? So, he was like, mm. bro. He was telling me, bro, like, imagine this kid can go find out the next Mbappe in football or the next LeBron James in Nigeria.
0: Like, you'll find talent in certain backhaul back pictures. Of course. Of
1: look at, bro. Look how many black footballers you had in France that won the World Cup off the top of our heads. I can name you how we got Paul Pogba, we had Kylian Mbappe, Blaise Matuidi Kante. We had so many That's black players.
0: One time that
1: the whole team was black, bro. The team right now is currently all black. It's a basic, it's an all black team. That's the blackest European team you're ever gonna find, except for Belgium. But that is the blackest team. And then you got England. Mm. As soon as England was in the Euros. We were black, we were English with them. As soon as England lost the Euros, we're back to being that black guy, that black bastard that we was. And the phrase that Jude Bellingham said a couple of weeks ago, when we were winning, we were English. As soon as we lost, we were back to that, that black talent. And that's the thing, bro. We, we need to change that narrative. We, we as a community need to change that narrative because if we change that narrative, we can change the world's mindset of us. And we need to, big time.
0: So let's talk about what you wanna be doing. So obviously, to be honest, we're actually doing. You're helping me out with my football tournament. Yeah, bro.
1: Well, I'm excited for this. This tournament, I'm so excited. So, do you want to tell them, or do you want me to tell yeah. them more about it?
0: I, see, I want to hear what you gotta say about it first. So,
1: when I talk to the kids about it, I literally take them to the football pitch. Like literally, I'm helping one of my best friends who's helping literally give back to the community for mental awareness and also to celebrate the life of someone that he lost that was close to him i said it wasn't just one person but now it's recently two person two people literally god bless their souls no matter what um so i said to him literally we're giving back so if you want to give back and you want to make awareness for this i give them to the flyers they see they're like yo sir i've seen that portrait before want to give back you want to understand what's happening i said look it's the biggest football tournament you're ever going to get to right now because the whole pandemic we was all clocked in our house that whole stay at home that rubbish is gone we're now outside we, we, we can,
2: outside baby. you know
1: what i mean we are outside playing football for the whole day the one the biggest sports you can ever get in europe well it's the biggest sport in the world and i want as many kids to come down literally i'm hoping for i've got to the schools that I worked in, I've called them, i called their P department. I've literally gone there, given out the flyers. I've gone to my school, given out flyers. I've even gone to the other school I worked at. I literally stuck the flyers on a few of the windows that the kids go past, so they have to see it. Also in the hall, I literally went there, put one big one right there, literally asked them to blow it up and just put it there. They're like, that's how they're happy enough to do it. They've done it. So as soon as just, not even just kids, their parents will see it, yeah. visitors will see it. So they'll take a picture, Show other people, so it's just a word of mouth that can go about as much. So, 26th of July, can't I want to see people, I want to see who got the best boots, really. And truly I'm trying to see what talent we've got in the area.
0: Can't, I can't got some um paintballing tickets, I might give it to the winners. Oh, that'll be nice. Uh, yeah.
1: You <laughs> coming paintballing? You coming paintballing?
2: <laughs> I'm rolling.
1: Uh, you coming paintballing? Yeah, cool. well, I'm definitely coming paintballing. Be Shoot up a few kids for the fun of it.
0: There's 10 tickets, so obviously. Um, me, you, yeah. um, obviously the starting five and depending the if they had subs,
1: Yeah, they can come as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
0: there's like three fair, spare tickets for the subs. That's
1: definitely fair. I feel like we need to give back to the community, man. Literally, literally what's been happening the past couple of years, not just with um, Corona, but just in general, man. So kids that's been killed from knife crime, gun crime, drugs, literally we need to give back, man. We need to...
0: Is what's even true? Like, see, even youth centers and stuff like that. Yeah, they're not even about like that anymore.
1: Bro, think about this: where you're where you live. Mm. How many youth centers did you have?
0: I remember I used to go Cape. Okay, there was three. You had them um, K Y C, OK Club, and Wow K Y
2: C. And
0: those three, literally those three fucking youth centers that we could have went to. And there was a batch in every youth center. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was a batch in every youth center. Everyone had their own youth center. You
1: yep. do no know See, when I was young, I had three youth centers again. I think OK Club, which was nearby, Avenues and Queens Park Community. Mm. Mm-hmm. Queens Park Community got shut down. They turned that to a school. Avenues is still there. OK Club. How many people go there now?
0: Mm-hmm. To be fair with OK Club, it's like they they kind of I feel like they gave up on our generation. Of course.
1: Because mm. we started whatever's been happening, man. We're part of that. <laughs> we're, part, we're basically the godfathers of that <laughs> rubbish. But.
0: Like, it's fucked. We, there was a lot of things that happened there.
1: Yeah. And then they probably just got fed up of us. Of course. How many times did police even get called there? Mm. I mean, st- you must, like got m- <laughs> so many stories. I've got, must, like, got told so many stories as well. Literally, so like, avenues as well.
0: Even from, like, the snooker balls being thrown at the workers and that. Like, <laughs> like, it got hectic for them still. Trust me. <laughs> but.
2: Okay, Club was a good time because my sister now, she is, um, wow, she's like turning 36. Yeah. And during her times when she was like 17, 18, I know certain people are watching this and they know what I'm talking about. They used to do like these little parties. Okay. like It's mad. Um, I don't remember the times exactly, but they used to do like little parties for like the teens. I think it was like 16 to 18 or yeah. 18 to 20. Yeah, along those, but that was good. Was you going to them parties as well? No, I was watching out the window. (laughs) I was vibes in through the window. But it was like, stuff like that is what I feel like the generation, the younger generation need again. They definitely
1: need, they definitely
2: need. Because now, times have changed. Like, these little ones, (laughs) But there needs to be something to get them off the roads. And stuff like that.
1: Like, even, look how hot it is today. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, how many kids, when we was growing up, how, we'd be outside kicking ball. Girls there standing there on their phones watching us with the other girls Don't running jokes. <laughs> no <laughs> jokes. Even that, we'd have gone outside, got some water balloons, licking them off at each other. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Till what, 10 o'clock till the sun goes in. Mm-hmm. Mum, Mum's outside the window. Kevin! Kevin, come in! Come in! It's dinner time! <laughs> Here, Kevin. One more minute! Aww. Kevin will go and get dinner, come Aww. back That's out. Good. <laughs> like we all had a little routine Yeah, even yeah, yeah. summer holidays was the same thing and now look because the whole gang crime that they want to call it but we don't see that anymore you don't even see kids outside riding bikes as much kicking balls
2: if they're riding bikes they're hitting them literally <laughs> majority of the time it's yeah. not like they're
0: just before we used to just be on bikes as a group just to pedal around yeah the area. now so you doing random about doing what they oh. to do? <laughs>
1: and if you think about like we were going nowhere, we'll, most likely you was riding your bike from your house to p Rec and then you catch a little vibe there, go around the track a few times, <laughs> and then,
2: yeah. then come back. It was like, repetitive. You yeah. probably did the same route like fifty times, but you didn't even realize it was your vibes um, in.
0: Um, by p where the, when there was the bridge. Yep,
2: bro.
1: That oh, is, wow. That was oh. like days. I bro. remember when. Bro, I remember oh, when, the when these times we used to ride the bike up the bridge. Go back down, and if bro, if you had no brakes, you had the best yes. time, because you were just <laughs> crashing down. You know what I mean? Literally, you just, literally <laughs> right? You was pedaling as hard, as fast as you was going up, and you're trying to just let the momentum take <laughs> you back down.
0: And bro, that it's bridge is no nowhere to be seen now. Remember, it was a circle, like literally like a little spiral, right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the exit, blood, like, the gap was so tight. Yep. But like you had to skid, you had to skid him <laughs> out. Skid out. It was just like <laughs> <laughs> you had to try. You had to pretend that like he was in the Fast and the Furious <laughs> ten yeah, times I mean, just so you could get out. fresh, man. man. <laughs> like. Imagine
1: those are the memories we can always have, but mm-hmm. like, kids don't get these memories. Like, yeah, bro. I remember I was saying to one kid, "Bruh, do you remember that like, Keenan Cow? Some um, who's that?" Wow, just me, bruh? I was looking at them like, "Bruh, you don't even know who Keenan Cow is." That is mad. Like, I remember even like, let's say it was raining. Every man would I have a BBM or we be texting five day pass. Yo, what you man's watching? Five day pass. We be watching boom boom boom. <laughs> that don't happen now. And we need to give back. And this is why me and myself and Kevin are just literally pushing this. It's an, I won't even say an activity. It's an event. It's an yeah. event of the year that I'm <laughs> going for.
2: Yeah. We need to let these kids come.
0: Hopefully, if it goes well, we'll do another one at the end of summer. Of course. Like obviously, yeah, literally. Hopefully it goes well. You
2: lot th- got
1: this. I think it's going to be one of the best events because we know where it's going to be held. I'm not going to say the location. I'm not going to let Kevin say that one. But
2: mm.
1: it's going to it's local. It's yeah. local for everyone. So I want people to get their slots now because slots need to be taken, man. Get their slots in, get their teams together. I want to see some borders come down.
2: What, what age groups? So on the
0: 16s, yeah. at the moment... Got a lot of um on the twelves teams, so yeah. My on, nephew's um,
2: gonna be up in there, Nathaniel. <laughs> yeah, don't what? mess with my don't mess with my nephew <laughs> What team does he support? Um, Liverpool. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> he's a Liverpool fan. <laughs>
1: if I see a Liverpool fan, and he goes to me,
2: oh yeah, my aunt's on your podcast. You no, know know that's actually is. how he speaks. I know who he oh, yeah. is.
1: I know it isn't something like yeah, your team's rubbish. Listen,
2: <laughs> listen, he's got the skills. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: make sure you get the
1: team in it. Let cool. me know. Sure. Five aside, get some subs involved.
2: Wait, so how do they like for people that's watching, how do they so sign up?
0: It's um five pounds for the first team, mm-hmm. technically mm-hmm. one pound per player. Um you gotta pay that um beforehand. Just contact me through the Insta, Smart Guys Fitness group, or you could um email me at contact at smart guys fitness. Dot com, and then once you enter your team that will place them I could organise it to put them in their table obviously you start off with group stages then go on to knockouts and then if they want subs on a day it will be an extra £2 per player so yeah that's basically it just need to get the 5R to register the team and then from there they can bring the subs on the day
1: I'm just hoping it's going to be a nice day that day which we're going to keep our fingers crossed is going to be a nice day. It Not too be, hot, yeah. but just a nice day where we can just have some great football. It will be the
0: first Monday of the summer holidays. Even better. Mm-hmm. So
1: kids have no excuse. Yeah. So day? parents, if you've got... Yeah,
0: 26th. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So parents, if you've got any sons out there, nephews, cousins, whatever, get them signed. Tell them to tell a friend, to tell another friend, to tell another friend, get them signed up, man. We need the more, the merrier. That's how we're looking at it. The more the merrier. The more everyone's, the more. everyone's literally welcome. No matter what. If you're black, blue, white, Asian, I want you to, I want to see you there playing yeah. football
2: to the highest ability. I've just let my sister know, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Don't think I've told you yet, but, yeah. um, obviously, um, Tashan's um, family approach, man, to basically jump on their foundation, innit? Yeah. So they're doing a foundation for Sean. Right, rest in peace T before anything peace. else, rest in man.
1: In rest in peace.
0: So it's gonna be called um, a, a, a Smile for a King's Foundation. Yeah. So it's the awareness for mental health and stuff like that. The goal is to do events as well, to start gaining enough money so we can start paying for young people's yeah. um, mental health. Well, sessions and therapy sessions. I've got
1: like so that. many stories I could tell you about mental health. Literally, like, I think working in a P PE department, you don't understand how much kids come to you and start talking to you about their problems. Like, no. I feel like during lockdown, the amount of kids that have been mentally scarred and abused is mad. Like, right now, I've got one kid in my school who was literally told me, like, yo, I see my mum get whacked up. During lockdown, this me, huh? He was like, Yeah, my dad was whacking up my mum. This me, what do you mean, bro? Like, he's, I'm now, imagine, I'm just eating my lunch. I've choked on my lunch. I'm like, Yo, I've got to put this down and listen to what he's saying. He's like, Yeah, my mum got beaten up badly by my dad. This me, what, was she okay? He was like, Yeah, she had a black eye and a few missing teeth. And I was like,
2: What the fuck?
1: Bro, I was like, You're joking. But, But, so imagine how many kids just as our world was watching stuff like that happening. And then also we've got to think about how many kids were neglected as well. Mum and dad had to go to work or mum's literally has Jimmy around today, Simon tomorrow, Sean the next day, just doing whatever she wants, not even caring about the kid. Mm-hmm. Kid has to go into the mic, go get food from the freezer, put in the microwave and go support himself with his other siblings. So there were so many cases going high. Social services, Said that they record the majority, most of their cases came through for the past two years from lockdown because of the stuff that was happening.
0: Do you know what's crazy? Like, see, with mental health and like young kids and that, a lot of grown ups will say, oh, uh, why they're stressing or why yep. they're upset, yep. blah, blah, blah. They, they, don't have, they, don't have, uh, yeah. they don't have bills to pay and mm-hmm. stuff like that, it. But at the same time, it's mad because like they see the most things yeah.
1: they see the most things you don't really understand your kid sees the most things and what you're doing like whatever your kid sees especially if they're young as you say, saying like primary school kids whatever they see they repeat they, re- they replicate it uh, because me, it's a mirror effect
2: I have a three year old yeah Yeah. and it's like I'll be on the phone and this is why I'm so careful with what I say around her like I'm on the phone to someone and I'm obviously and I've come off the phone, and she's like, mommy, but why did you say that? Why is this person doing that?" So, and I'm, and then I'm like, "Wow, she's only three, but she knows that my emotions, of have been tampered with."
1: Yep. Or they like, know what you—they know what you spoke about, and bro, you're not like—that's crazy. You'll never ever understand. Like kids say stuff at the most random of things, random times at the wrong times as well because they don't know what's right from wrong, yeah. but because you said it, mm-hmm. and they're hearing the conversation again, they're gonna say, oh, but mummy, I heard you saying blah, blah, blah to so so on, then you're like, this ain't the right time to be saying that. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: stuff like that happens. It's not because they're scared, but it's just literally they repeat what they see. They mirror exactly what they see and what they do.
2: Yeah.
1: And then of course, kids are the best at holding secrets literally you will never expect that kids will hold in a lot (laughs) not (laughs) Not all kids but definitely a lot of kids are very good at hiding things they are very good at hiding
0: unless you know remember it goes back to um even the other episode with steve like parents are naive they don't know what their kids are doing because the kids are good at hiding stuff yeah Like they're, they're good they're good at hiding
1: stuff you'll never see like i've seen stuff in the changing rooms like i remember one time I'm changed, I'm literally like, yo, kids, hurry up, like, we got a football session, I'm I'm pumped up for this football session. But I'm seeing, like, one of my star pupils, bro, got bruised on his arm, bro, what happened, bro? Oh, my brother was punching me up. Bro, it came to the end of it, it wasn't just his brother, it was his older cousins that wanted to get him into doing fraud. That were punching him up, like, bro, you need to get involved with it, like, I'm just like, bro, that's mad. That's mad, but they will hide it because your parent, at age, let's say you're 15, 14, let's say he's 15, 14, you're changing your own room, you're mm-hmm. doing whatever, you're putting on a jumper, a t-shirt, a vest, they're not going to think any different of it. you are going to think it's a style, he's just going through that phase. He's hiding his bruises because he knows you're going to either say something and then when he's around other kids, they're most like, he'll most like show show and be like, oh yeah, what happened there? Oh yeah, my brother beat me up and so on and so forth. And that's the thing that like, a lot of kids are very, very good at hiding. Mm. so good at hiding it's ridiculous and the mental health going back to mental health it's been crazy like I feel like a lot of kids have seen a lot of things or they have literally been Mm -hmm. neglected badly because even if you think about this a lot of kids that have moved from year seven to now year 9 then they're going to go to year 10 in September these kids aren't even ready to go into year 10 and if you tell me that they're ready to sit at GCSE they're not they're two years behind, so your nines now are really your sevens, and your sevens are really your fives. Yeah. The behaviour, that like I've got a form class in the year sevens, I've had to say it to them today, like, yo, your behaviour reminds me of primary school kids, because you're just literally trying to tattle on each other. Like, I said, what is the point? I said, I don't care what he does. If he drops his pen, I don't care. You don't need to tell me. If he drops his pen, he drops his pen. Mm-hmm. Like, they're literally like, oh, sir, he dropped his pen, sir. He's late. I don't care. I can see. I can see the time. I'll mark him down. i have that conversation with him later on. But kids have literally been... Their whole mindset is different, man. Completely. in of course, like, when you we were talking about with... Is it Stephen or Sean? Steve. Steve. You Steve. were saying that, ah, uh, that their parents are literally naive because yeah. they don't want to see it. Most parents don't know how to ask their kids these questions because they're either scared of their kid they don't know how to approach it they don't know what to say to their kid
2: I just feel like they don't want to hear the truth like they don't. you know it's like asking your kid like it's like going to your parent at a young age for example and saying oh I just robbed someone mum or I got this girl pregnant or how are you going to really have the oomph to look at your mum in the face and say
1: this is what happened
2: yeah, yeah. do you get it like so it's like when you reverse it as well, the parent doesn't want to ask certain questions because they just don't want to hear hear it.
1: Of course. They don't want to hear it or they don't want, they don't know how to deal with it. They don't know how to deal with it at all.
0: also said how you got a lot of them pretending. Yeah. There's a lot of them pretending too. They're
1: pretending, they're pretending like literally, like they know everything or they don't know diddly-squit about their kid. And there's some parents who literally cover up for their kids, man. Like you get a lot, like, I've had to call a few parents, yo, you know, Jamal year nine is vaping. I caught him with a vape today. Like I don't want him I don't wanna call your I don't wanna call their parents about this and tell them that like, your son's been vaping. But it has to be done.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh no he doesn't Jamal doesn't smoke. i never I don't smoke, so I don't know where he's picked up this habit. Next minute, mum comes and stink of a cigarette. So it's like
2: yeah, I hear that.
1: Whereas, so you're saying you don't understand where he's picked up this habit? This he's picked up from you.
2: But sometimes it's not even them picking up from home. They're just probably, you can be around the wrong crowd. Like now, vaping is like a thing. Of course. Like vaping is a thing. Like I went into the shop. You see them all stacked <laughs> up with different flavours. Yeah, but I went into the shop to actually buy myself a vape. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I swear to God, like these two boys came in and was like, oh, can I give you the money so you can buy me a vape? Inside, I really want to say yeah, but my head's like, I'm a mother. If someone actually did that for your, did kid, that for my kid, i will be going pissed. So you're I was like, mad. oh, like sorry, no, I'm in a rush. But I felt so bad because I really wanted to. I did, but then at the same time, I'm like, no, I'm a mom. Of I course. can't. Like of that's of not course. gonna happen. No. Of course, literally. She how old was these kids roughly as well? No, but I do. How well, I, was, I do, but I don't. How old was these Misty? kids as well? Like, how they, they looked about. 14, 15 so imagine
1: their lungs haven't even developed properly Like
2: d- they're tall yeah. But I can tell by the face You know you can tell Of course so imagine, By the face that just you're Just think about
1: the side effects That like nicotine Or let's say it has nicotine in it mm. How much it's going to affect them man
2: But then What would you rather <laughs> Yeah Your kid Smoking vapes Which is only 2% of nicotine So like, like 20% Or Them smoking marijuana
1: Neither I want them to do neither of course neither but I want them to go get an education
2: yeah but realistically what would you rather see your kid with what would you rather see your kid with a degree no seriously a
1: degree I want them to go to Oxford University and get a degree from it
2: okay yeah but what would you honestly this generation this generation they're doing one or the other so what would you rather see of course be honest honestly
0: like he said I don't want them to do any of them like, you
2: guys are being annoying because <laughs> no, it's, no, it's
0: they're not trying to answer my question because you
2: know. Of sir. Right, so no one wants their kids to be either.
1: For me, I'd rather them vape because I can't smell it on them. However, the nicotine that they're affecting, that they're literally smoking is affecting their lungs. But then when you look at it, look, you're going to get you're gonna get all the rusters or the, the Jamaicans that's going to say about weeds are herb. It's on the earth. <laughs> it's good for you. And like, weed does have... Some medicational use and medical research backs it up, but I'd rather not know that like my child's smoking weed, then I'd rather them vape than not smoke weed, shall I say.
2: Right. And yourself?
0: <laughs> well.
2: <laughs> Just give me the answer. I don't even know.
0: You're going you're gonna to have to go with the vape. Yeah.
2: You're going to have to go with the vape. Thank you. I
0: hear
2: that. <laughs> I get it to you. And do you know what it is as well? Like, I had an old mate. Yeah. Was he a boyfriend? Definitely not. That's good. (laughs) I had an old mate and this person basically, the weed that they were smoking triggered their (laughs) mental health. No, seriously, like this is some, and it's happened to two people that I know. Obviously one's a female and one's a male. um, Smoking weed and they've just gone, I don't know, like, and it's sad to see Because you know When you grow up Around someone And then you see Their life just
1: well, I can match you A better story than that So 2016 mm-hmm. Bro I was hanging out With a few of my boys That we met From school times so I'm chilling with them man. So Of course Just chilling with them Doing nothing just, No as We just do Naturally just chill At someone's yard Play a bit of FIFA mm-hmm, mm-hmm. May even go bun two zoots Or drink a few Few drinks We're mm-hmm. just chilling Imagine i want to call him Let's call him J, for example. Let even Jay, cause that's rep- that's really my reputation. Let's <laughs> call him, let's call him D, for example. So D, now bring this big like bag of weed, like an ounce of weed. Like he's like, yo, us man, let's bun this up. I'm thinking, bro, I'm not bunning. I'm not I'm not a banner. One, I'm more of a drinker than a bunner. I'll I'll take two tokes and just that's me for like the next of the rest of the year. I'm more of a drinker. So D time I'm seeing smoking up with these man's beds. and I'm seeing these man's like yo bro we just bun a zoo like 20 minutes ago you want to bun another zoo like that doesn't make sense make it make, yeah. mm-hmm. make it work out so he's like cool I'll bun it myself but I seen him building it up building up he's bun his own he's bun his own zoo another half an hour has gone by 45 minutes ago, I'm like I played three games of FIFA with my boys keeping in mind and I whacked them up then I'm
2: there watching them oh you smoked that five zoos in the minute of that what are you doing? But do you know what? I'm not shocked by that story because this is some real this like is real shit. It's you literally these...
1: see their mental health literally start deteriorating. And when we start talking to them like, bro, what's wrong with you, bro? It's like, oh, I got kicked out of my yard. Bro, so you turned to weed instead of just asking the man, them, you're like,
2: bro. Like, but see it's harder than that. You're saying oh, instead of asking a them man, them, how can you actually rip re- come be honest, you can't actually go to your friend. Well you can, but the it's the pride as well. How do you know how hard it is to go to your bridging? Like, okay, no, not in, as Steve said, Friend your and In innit? Yeah. How boy. can you go to your friend and say, Look, G, like, I have nowhere to go? And some parents ain't even letting that friend stay in your house. Yeah.
1: Do you yeah, know some what I mean? That like, uh, we'll just literally be like, Yo, D, you can stay the night, tomorrow you need to go home. Yeah, you need pe-. to figure it of out course. with your mum and. But literally, like, imagine my boy had his own crib, them times as well. So my boy was older than us.
2: Um. So he
1: had his own crib, so it was him and his girl. So he's let these stay there for like what three months? He's let him chill there. I know. Look at the, I know you're shocked already. Let him chill there for three months. So he's like, bro. And the first like, bro, you need to change your lives, like, bro. You're buying way too many zoots. Then you're out there trying to buy food of randos. Then let's he, he goes. But if you buy it off one rando, you don't know that could be underfed undercover. If that's a fed man, uh, and you're asking for, for food, you know you're done. Mm-hmm. you're done no matter what and then keep in mind that his mindset is deteriorating imagine he was hallucinating as well my man started hallucinating things so the other man's like bro I've seen certain man's coming after me in the gym on the road I'm kind of running through it was like bro what are you talking about you've been in your yard the whole day so what are you talking about
2: and do you know what's so crazy and this is why me personally I don't smoke weed I've smoked weed three times in my life and Every, I, when I say this, people think I'm joking, mm. but when when I did it a few years ago, I felt like I was having a mental breakdown. <laughs> I'm not being dramatic, because naturally I'm dramatic, so people just say, oh yeah. yeah. But I, one of the times I was with my friend Darius, rest in peace, and I, the walls were com- like, shut. I was having a panic attack because his bedroom walls was closing mm-hmm. in on me. The other time I went to my good friend Kundaka's birthday party, right? And I didn't feel it. But then I saw a group of people, yeah, like from our area at the time that walked in. And I don't know, it's like I had an adrenaline rush. And everything was, I felt like everyone was talking about me. I was paranoid. I couldn't go in time with the music. Like I was so offbeat. beat and was all over the place. <laughs> <aren't you>? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was a mess. I got sent home. Oh, no. I got sent home, and I was embarrassed because you had to go home. Everyone was actually there that day. Everyone was there. That party. I was embarrassed, and then this, the last time I ever did it, I vomited all over myself. I couldn't even. I kept saying I'm going to be sick, and I'm falling into a hole. My cousin was like, "Oh, you're fine. Like it's fine." I, I sat there and I vomited all over myself. <laughs> That's what, and it makes you feel like you're going mad. It's not good. Like people just stop smoking weed.
1: Trust me, but as you said. Like, just think about that. As his well-being deteriorated, but bro, <sighs> there are so much solutions. That like, when you think about so some many solutions, shit. you could literally just say to Amanda, the yo, I need help. Bro, you think us men wouldn't have just said, yo.
2: But you're younger than him. How the hell can you nah, not he was like, No,
1: nah, he was our age at that point. He was our age. We just had an older brother that we was chilling oh, around with. Oh, right. Okay, so imagine, he was our age. So we could have said to D, like, yo, go chill. Come, you can chat my yard or... Blah blah blah. So mm-hmm. he had the options but bro, yourself instead of just asking man to support you or help you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. bro. You turn you turned to weed and it messed you up. Now bro, imagine only last year I saw him in ends, but he looks like a full on crackhead. Looks mm-hmm. like a full on crackhead. <sighs> it's really
0: just not it's not good
2: at all. And it affects okay. people's mental It needs to be wellbeing. banned.
0: So obviously, um after everything that's happened, mm. I ended up doing a mental health first aider course, and obviously, what that basically taught man is like smoking weed is basically a negative of course. way of dealing with it. Of course, of obviously, course. people need to start finding positive ways of dealing with it. Obviously, speak to someone, therapist.
1: Let me ask you this: Go on. I want to ask you this. You see, as a man, do you feel that we or society doesn't allow us to open up our feelings or society say what's on consent. our mind.
0: Because
1: if you think about it, men have the highest rates of mental health right now.
0: Yeah, and like, suicide for men is um, 76%, <laughs> literally. 76%, <laughs> 76% of men, um, what's called? Or suicide deaths are men. See, what, that's mad, and like it's it all goes, it all comes down to like, ah, uh, if you want to talk about your s- situation, certain men will just be like, if man, not black, like, like, what's wrong with yeah, you?
1: pattern up, you get it, like, fix up, bro. <laughs> Imagine, I still it touches you personally at home mm. when it's on your doorstep that someone you know has either taken their life and there's nothing you can do about it, or like, no joke, there's certain signs that we. As people don't understand or don't see it, we just think it's a normal conversation that happened with us, and then boom, three days later, this person's passed away. Why? They took their life. Like, bro, we as people, we start thinking to ourselves, where did we? Did we see something that wasn't that was of the norm of them, or do we see something that we could have helped them? Just like, bro, until that person's gone, we never get that answer. But then. I always want to ask them who have done it, bro, why didn't you just come earlier? Or why didn't you just say something? There's always another avenue in life, but it's too late. Mm. It's always way too late. And sometimes it's like, bro, it's the most selfish, unselfish act, but Because they're trying to get away from their own misery. Yeah, but then... Uh, but them doing it, it's literally... They don't realise it's hurting not just them, not just them, but it's hurting so many people, man. Their friends, their families. Like... Mm-hmm. The man, even though, like, bro, I remember a few years back, someone I knew had to commit suicide. Literally, I did not even know that the man in my shop knew the brother. He goes to me, bro. I haven't seen that guy in a long time. The Jamaican man, that sometimes you used to talk to about football. This me, bro. He's gone. He was like, what? What do you mean? This is me? Yeah, he, he he committed suicide a couple of months back. He was like, oh, shit, man. Like he saw so himself, bro. It's not for you to be sorry for me, but it's just that little thing that we don't see that they had that interaction with boss man, boss man in Sands, boss man in Chicken Cottage, boss man in whichever shop we go to. That little interaction can mean so much to one person's day, but also it, they remember you with that person. that like Now, he, as he said, well, I didn't even know that happened. And he always, he, he was telling me, my man used to come in every day for a red stripe. And he's like, well, I was thinking, how come... They ain't been bare i shots bought up. Bus man's not there anymore. And that fix?
2: Um Is suicide like mental health or no? Because you yeah, know you have to be in such to. a dark like for you to be able to take your own life I feel I'm like, not saying oh you're yeah. not well but you must be so tired. Like you must be Obviously
0: <sighs> if, like depression and all that kicks in, isn't it in it. Cause it kicks in definitely. Be, if you're depressed for a long period of time obviously it comes and goes in it the longer it is the more worse it gets then obviously you get to a stage where you're at the lowest and obviously that could lead to people deciding yeah it's better off for them to be dead because they don't have to deal with them demons yeah living is just hell it, bruh
1: literally
0: like um am I haven't had
1: depression but but I've had we always I feel like us as humans we always go through that dark hole we're always in our dark hole at one point in our life and it's just how we climb out of it and I think those who committed suicide that was there that's the only tunnel they had you know what I mean mm-hmm. like that's the only tunnel that they had but literally I feel so bad for them at times man Literally, like sometimes you just think like that brother man used to run like no jokes a couple of weeks ago, the end of the Premier League season you know when you just had that football imagine when I see him bro he's not there bro like man used to talk to me about football always talking about Arsenal and them mans. man's gonna say to him bro your team's dead like you can't talk to me about Arsenal like you just <laughs> messed up like so I can't have that banter with him because he's not there
0: boom so see we've been talking about mental health and all this um stuff like what we're doing as well so as a teacher you're saying how you have um yeah. Students come up to you and tell you stuff about what's been happening over yeah. the pandemic. What well, I want to ask for the future, what are your goals and what do you plan on achieving and trying to do? So, at the moment,
1: I don't know if you've ever heard of safeguarding. So, mm-hmm. safeguarding is what you do to make sure that either a child that you think is in danger or th- of having neglect, abuse, sexual abuse, whatever it comes that it's there's so many umbrellas that comes under. So, you've got a safeguarding lead that you would. <sighs> go to either write them an email on um, a system that we have Mm -hmm. or you literally either go to them face to face and say, I've got boom, boom, boom. I think you need to investigate on it. So what I've chosen to do, I don't think I could deal with safeguarding issues. There's too many stuff that I hear in the either PE department or just around the school. I don't think I could have the guts to call someone and not curse them down the phone. Be like, you've done this and this to your own child or you've let your own child have that done to you, you sick... You know what I mean? I I couldn't be that person to do it. So However...
0: Why don't you um, create a team? So, basically start your own little business and then honestly get a team so you could dedicate for someone to do that cause so you don't have to go on a call and sit down on that.
1: See as, um, was it Steve? Yeah. yeah. was we saying that he wants to be the worker. I don't want to be the worker hands down but I would be that person in the background doing everything but the thing is just with safeguarding in the schools there's so much training you can do there's so much training, that like you have to even though you may be promoted to it in September you've got years and years of training and you got to be at the top of your best and then even just getting a group is very hard because you've you can have that free safeguarding officers but then you could have literally one big case that is just like, yo. I've had a bigger... Like, I don't even want to say it, but I'm going to have to bring it up. I had one kid, literally three years ago, who said he does not want to be a boy anymore. He wants to be a girl. So, how do you even have that conversation with them? You have to bring up to safeguarding. His mum's telling him he's not a boy because he's crying or because he watches musicals with his younger sister. He's a girl. So, that's emotional abuse. And then you gotta think about the neglect. Area. Neglect isn't just like not looking after your child. It's how you treat your child as well. That's so emotional abuse, neglect, and also some other, it's some form of sexual abuse as well. That like telling him he's not good enough to be a man, like he's a girl, and stuff like that. It affects you. Like I don't think I could deal with that. Literally, that when I heard that, I was just like, yo, that's so mad. Like you're telling your child he's not good enough to be a boy. He should be a girl. That's crazy. That's Definitely,
2: absolutely
0: so crazy. So let's wrap this up there. Yeah, I know, I know. So boom. One thing I you didn't really get to say. Mm. So for the future, what do you like what are your main goals?
1: Um, my main goals is literally Be- sorry, b-
0: before you start, yeah. so what I want you to basically come up with is your long term goal. Yeah. So what you want to gain in like six years, stuff yep. like that, ten years. Your medium goal, yep. um, what you're going to do to get to the long-term goal, and the short-term goals. So what you are doing doing like, now? Obviously.
1: Short-term goal is basically literally trying to help as many kids as I can, literally, in the school that I'm doing. Like, right now I'm literally trying to help some kids um, improve on their behaviour management. So it's like how they keep getting kicked out of school or getting kicked out of the classes. So what I do I literally just take them out, put them into a reflection room, which is literally what I'll just monitor them if I have a free lesson. Just have a little intervention with them, talk to them like, Bro, what was the what was your reason for doing that? Like reflect on their behaviour so they can have a bigger picture in life. Um, my medium goal I wanna be literally the head, head of P E if possible. Literally I wanna be that teacher that's like, yo, I had one of the best times with this teacher because he was fun. He I could literally I can have an open office approach that like they can come and talk to me about anything and vice versa, um, my long term goal is I do want to be a part of that safeguarding team, I don't know how I'm going to become of it but I want to be part of that bracket, either if that's literally reporting back to them saying them this is what I found, this is the evidence this is what we need to do, this is the next call of action, then let them go out and have that conversation with their parents and that but there's so many ladders you've got to climb and teach, teaching, literally, like, every year you get a, pro- a promotion, but in the same sense, if someone doesn't go, you don't climb that ladder, so you need to, it's a dog-eat-dog dog world, man. Mm. So that's one thing that I need to try and do, but it's a long process. Hopefully, God willing, he allows me to do that, man. You will. Thank you, thank you. You got this.
0: My advice, with the planning, try and get your goals to be smart, so try and make it specific, yeah, measurable, yep. achievable, realistic, and have a time frame. Most definitely, bro. So, you know what you want to do, but you just don't know how to get yep. there. So, you already got it specific. You know what where it is. Mm-hmm. How are you going to measure your how you're going to get there? Like the success, of course, um, and if it's working, if what's achievable, like the steps that you're gonna take, mm-hmm. will each step be achievable for your ability? Do you need to do more courses, yep. stuff like that? Is it realistic, like what you're trying to do? Is it out there? Are the other people in that sector that you know mm-hmm. or you could ask advice from? And then the time frame. obviously it's in a long-term goal, so you already know that is, like, 10 years or yep. five years or what not. Just need to pattern the medium and short term goals for that long term goal of course. To make sure that it links all together.
1: Most definite. Mm-hmm. most definite bro. I need everyone's advice literally. Thank you for that man.
0: No Thank worries. you. All right. Just wanna say one thing that I wanna leave everyone with that I always like to say, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So make sure that you always plan all right period and that's a number one we're out guys see you later
2: bye don't forget to like comment and subscribe or see you in the next episode
0: everyone's information will be down in the descriptions you can get in contact is there anything you want to say give out
1: bro peace and love to everyone man peace and love
0: all right final words
2: <laughs> we're out <laughs>